0: Welcome to season two of Step Monster. I'm Bailey and this is Elise. We're two friends who found each other by chance and haven't looked back since. In this podcast, we talk about the highs and lows of what it's like to truly be a stepmom. Grab a drink and join us for this wild ride. Hey, Step Monsters, welcome back. We are super excited to introduce the first of many mini-sodes. So, the mini series is basically going to be where you submit your stories, we read them, and we give you specific advice on your individual situation. So, if you want to ever submit a topic for a mini-sode, you can do that either by emailing us at stepmonsterpodcast at gmail.com, or you can shoot us a DM on Instagram, and we go through and are going to try to do once a week, where we are picking one of the stories, we'll read it, and then we'll discuss sort of your situation. And the chances are that your situation uh, will likely help many other sit moms, so we're super excited. And then a shameless self-plug here at the beginning, if you enjoy listening to us, if you could do us a favor, go give us a rating on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts and review us, and we would so appreciate that. So for our first minisode, Belise, I'm actually going to kick it over to you, and I'm going to let you get us started.
1: Did you see how excited I just got when I figured out why my camera wasn't working? I did see that, yes. I'm like, I have makeup on today, and my hair is actually down and not in like a messy bun, so I had to do a little celebration. (laughs) That's That's ridiculous. (laughs) Happy Friday. Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, you know, also, thank you, ladies, for everyone that wrote in to us. Obviously, it's It will take us some time to get to everybody's stories that they wrote and give advice. Um, But we appreciate all of you. So thank you so much. So I'm going to read the message that we got from one of our listeners who, of course, we will keep her anonymous just to protect her and her family. She said, hi, I'm a new listener and I'm so happy I found you guys. I have needed an outlet for this and someone that understands for the past three years now. I always say there should be stepmom support groups. I have been with my fiancé for three years, and he has n- he has a now eight-year-old son. Him and his son's mother were never married and were young when they had him. They split when he was around one and a half or two, I'm not sure. They both struggle with their own mental health, and my stepson has recently been diagnosed with ADHD, which we recently did a episode on. He has an IEP in school and just started medication. My fiance and his son's mother have no court order and we are considering taking her to court. She hasn't been super problematic with me, but she hasn't been a very good mother as of late. The schedule since I have been with my fiancé is she has him from Sunday at 1 p.m. through Thursday when she gets him on the bus, and then we have him from Thursday when he gets out of school through Sunday at 1 p.m. This means we have him every weekend, so we never get time to ourselves. She stays with her significant other in a town that's about 45 minutes away on the weekends. She now wants to find a house that is 45 minutes to an hour away from us to be closer to her significant other. My fiance has stated that he is not okay with this, and she said she is doing it unless we take her to court. My fiance does not seem to want to confront her on a lot of things. He says that she just cries to get out of things, and this seems to bother him. He goes to school in her district, and we would like to change that, too, because she does not make sure he does his homework and does not make him shower in the evenings. Today, he said he has not showered since last Saturday when he was here He also has some bedwetting concerns, so she put him in pull-ups and did not make him change out of it at all during the day. So he sleeps in a pull-up and would wear it all day into the summertime. The only reason we found out about this was because my stepson threw one out in our garbage and I saw it one day. We confronted him and he said he wears them all night and all day at her house. I told my fiancé this is neglect. I guess I'm wondering if court is worth it and will we even get our way. We don't pay child support, but my fiance has paid for his benefits since he has been born. My stepson has worsening behavior concerns at school, but not so much at our house. It's just so frustrating to care so much about a kid, but have no say and have his mom so blatantly not care. They never went to court. Everything is a verbal agreement, meaning it's all what she wants. So of course there's a lot to unpack there. I had some follow-up questions just for context. So um, I had asked her what the apprehension was with taking the ex to court. So was it the child support issue or money? You know, what did that look like? And she said that it was the money and they didn't want to cause a rift between the other side and that they're worried that the court appointed person, whoever that might be, that would discuss the nature of the case with their son, that he may choose to be with his mom. So then I you know, was asked some questions about how, lo- how far they lived away. And she said they're about 20 minutes away now in a different school district. And so I think the premise behind what she's wanting to know is if they do that, A, can they go for the ability for him to be transferred to their district and some other things. But anyways... So Bailey, initial thoughts, because I have some things that I definitely think are red flags and things that I would be concerned about or questioning in that situation. But just hearing that information,
0: like what are the main things that hit your mind? I mean, oof, that was a lot. First of all, I'm always a proponent and anybody, anytime someone messages us asking about whether or not they should get it in writing, whether or not they should have court involved in some sort of decision making, my answer is always yes. Because if it's not in writing, it leaves room for interpretation. Even if someone is trying to like change the story or change the situation or change custody agreement or say they can't do this or can't do that, if you have it in writing, you have that to lean on. It's agreed on, it's discussed. Most of the time, the courts really try to do what's in the best interest of the child, not to say that it always turns out that way, which is super unfortunate, but get it all done documented, I would say it is absolutely worth it to take her to court. I mean, the fact that he's eight years old and in pull-ups anyways, that's heartbreaking in so many ways. And the fact that there's behavioral problems coming up and like, there's just, yeah, absolutely go to court like ASAP. 100%. And honestly, I have a friend of mine who,
1: she has a seven-year-old son and he started having issues with bedwetting. And they, just out of concern for, like, not knowing what to do, put him in a pull-up at night. But then they also took him to a urologist because they're like, is there an underlying condition? Why is he not able to hold his bladder? Like, they should be able to do that far before Seven or eight years old. And, you know, not to be alarming for anyone, but one of the first signs of sexual abuse is bedwetting. So, like, I would want to think about that. Yeah. I would want immediately to figure out what the issue was. And if it's just at mom's house and she's having a hard time getting him in a routine, great. Like, let's work through how to get him in a better routine. But that's going to be like, what a blow to his
0: self-esteem as an eight-year-old boy wetting the bed. I mean, the amount of issues that this whole situation could potentially lead to in the future for him is mind-blowing. So I would say absolutely 100% go to court. Get, Get it documented what's happening. Get that kid into therapy if he needs it get some support, get some help. I mean, then there's the thing of her wanting to move 45 minutes away. I I don't know how you feel about this, but unfortunately, I don't think courts can necessarily mandate how many minutes away you're allowed to live from your ex-significant other. I know that you can get a mediator or a parenting coordinator to help out with decision making on school districts. And if there's documentation of him not doing well in school and him missing school assignments, that can definitely help there. But as far as, like, distance of living, there there really is nothing unless a parent is going to decide to move to another state and completely want to change a custody agreement, which, by the way, there would have to be a custody agreement already in place in order to change it, which there's not in this case. Um, it sounds like at least formally, but yeah. That's tough. Well, and I think
1: just as a parent, the stability, like I get wanting to be close to the person that you love, i.e. her significant other. But as a parent, you have to think about what's best for your child. And if he's already having some behavioral issues and hygiene, it sounds like, why take them out of their comfort zone to that's going to create more issues before you really get to the bottom of that stuff but i guess she said that they she has been threatening this for the past couple years so they're not sure if it will actually happen so it's like do we wait to go to court or do we go now and i'm with you i say if you don't have a formal agreement that is a mistake and that's just going to continue to cause issues and people are you know especially if it's money driven going to say well I'm not gonna agree to what you agreed to. You're gonna have to take me to court. And it's an idle threat, right? Because they don't think you will.
0: Yeah, totally. And then, I mean, even in my situation, like my, the bio mom in my situation, she lives like two miles from us right now. And she has a significant other who lives like 25 miles from her. And every other week she goes back and forth. So the weeks that she doesn't have my stepson, she stays at her significant other's house 25 miles away. And she knows that she could move out there, but that would cause my stepson, on the weeks that he's with her, to have to drive himself basically in rush hour traffic to and from school every day. That's terrible. So she would never do that. I mean, I think there's rumors and speculation that once he graduates from high school, she'll probably move out there, but that's totally fine. And I I think that that shows goodness on her part, that she's not willing to put her own needs above her son's. And her own needs can't be ahead of inconveniencing him like that because of the stress that that would put on him just as a 17-year-old boy in general it's stressful enough so she doesn't want to add to that like i think that's an admirable decision and i too would be concerned if there was one parent making a decision that they know would likely severely impact that kid's life in a negative way like that's a that's a major red flag absolutely not okay even
1: bigger red flag if you're in a relationship with someone and you have a child who's not close to adulthood, you know, 18, whatever adulthood is now legally. Well, I shouldn't say it's now legally, 18, because I think of as an adult as like 25. But anyhow, so if you have a partner who isn't willing to bend to the needs of your family and accommodate you, I mean, I just think if I'm dating a guy and I'm like, hey, listen, you live an hour away. I have a son who's young, who's in school. I need some stability for him. And if he's not willing to accommodate and like wants to live together, but wants me to come to him, just hard no. Like that's a red flag. Why are you dating that person?
0: I 100% agree. Any other thoughts on this one? I mean, geez, like I said, there's a lot to unpack here, but I think the the wrap up here and the moral of this is do what's best for the kid. Get things documented. Get into a court system immediately. It's going to be hard, right? I mean, you know that going into it. It's going to be hard. It's going to cost money, but... You have a kid's future at stake here and a kid's life that could potentially be ruined and way more difficult, especially knowing that he has ADHD, he already has an IEP in school. I mean, Again, if you haven't listened to that episode already that we we recorded not that long ago, please go back and do that. But this kid's got a really uphill battle ahead of him. So do everything you can to help him out.
1: Yeah, and be a good co-parent when you're on the phone with him. Remind him he needs to take a shower. Remind him he needs to do his homework. There's things that you can do when he's not with you. And just in general, if you think something's not happening at the other house that they just need to get done for school or hygiene, maybe a little reminder if, if they are giving pushback to the other parent might help coming from both sides.
0: Well, that was super great. I am I love doing this because a lot of what we do is actually everything that we do is really for stepmoms, you know, it's therapeutic for both of us. We've talked about that, but it really is to try to help other people and to try to share stories and illuminate stories that people might be able to relate to. So, thank you so much for submitting your story and for being vulnerable. It's not easy to write all of that out, and we understand that. I've, you know, I attribute it to therapy kind of, like anyone that's seen a therapist knows that the first couple of sessions are rough because you're, like, unpacking all of your emotional baggage, so to speak, and doing that and talking about that can sometimes just bring up emotions that maybe you try to uh, tamper a little bit so we really appreciate you sharing your story with us thank you so much for that yeah and shout out to the women who
1: were like um mine's gonna be really long and I'm like hey you know what the more you can put stuff into context the better so thank you ladies seriously we this is what we're here for and we love the normalizing of blended families and the hardships that come with it and we're all in the trenches but we got this
0: hell yeah and if you want to submit your story, again, email us stepmonsterpodcast at gmail.com or shoot us a DM on Instagram. Bye. Bye. <laughs> 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 <mum>